Hi, welcome to the PDYC podcast. The purpose-driven youth chapel of Calvary Baptist Church at Oraka is a youth ministry for young adults and the young at heart. Our mission is to exalt God in worship and raise exceptional leaders for the next generation. Join us as we dive into today's message and I know you'd be blessed. Now, listen to today's message. The Bible says, and while he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said to him, another translation would say, came and worshipped him and said to him, my daughter has just died. But come and put your hand on her and she will live. Next verse. And Jesus went with him and so did his disciples. Verse 20. Then a woman, somebody say a woman. Then a woman who had had or been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Some translation will say a woman with the issue of blood, you know that. Came behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. Next verse. Next verse. For she has said within herself that if I might but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. But Jesus turned around when he saw her and said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. I want us to read the Makan account of this text in Mark chapter 5 verse 22 because there is something that Mark depicts in the story that Matthew does not bring, but I'm drawing lessons from both sides. Many of you know that Mark portrays Jesus as an action man. He uses words like immediately, straight away, to describe Jesus in his miracle business. Now, watch this. He says, And behold, there came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter, lie at the point of death. I pray thee that you come and lay your hands on her, that she might be healed and she shall live. So, watch this. There are two individuals seeking something from Jesus. One says, If only you can lay your hands on me or my daughter, my daughter will be well. Another person also says, you don't need to lay your hands on me. I will lay my hands on you. There are some in this church who are waiting for a touch from God. But there are some of us who can't afford to wait for God to touch us. We are ready to touch him. Even if God does not touch us. I don't know who is ready for me tonight. I don't know whether you came here ready or you came to spectate or just to watch the young man that came to preach you. I'm not too young like that though. Don't be deceived. But I'm just telling you that there are some who seek a touch from God and there are some who seek to touch God. But either way there will be a touch these three days. He said if only you can come and lay hands on my daughter. My daughter will be well. But check this out. The Bible says, and Jesus was going with Jairus. 
a ruler of the synagogue, an important person in the community. There are some of us who don't have the prominence that attracts a certain dimension of the anointing. There are some of us who may not do or have what it takes to have the attention of the anointing. There are many that went to Jesus seeking healing. But watch this. You see Jesus following a man because he was important. But tonight, Whether Jesus is following you or not, there is yet another hungry generation. I call this divine interception. One of the most amazing miracles that happened in the New Testament is the miracle we are sharing tonight. A story of which most of you know. But guess what? Can you believe you can sit down, please, so that I'm not intimidated. Can you believe, Reverend Ray, can I step down? That's, that's, it's, it's your fault. You brought too much blood. Can you believe that one of the greatest miracles that happened in the New Testament, Jesus never set out to perform it. What that means is that your perspective about how God does his things matters. Are you here or you are sleeping? This week, your faith will draw something from the master without his permission. Guess what? You know the story. Let me not try to read a text to bore you. Because I want us to pray and worship. The Bible says, the woman said in her heart, but I don't need the master to touch me. Because I might not even get there. But I will stretch faith and touch the master. This is one of the few miracles that somebody has received from God without his permission. <laughs> Reverend Ray, for once, the all-knowing, omniscient, omnipotent, 100% God, 100% man, is asking, virtue has left me. I did not sanction this transaction. All I saw was that a withdrawal has occurred from my anointing without my permission. What that means is that somebody who knows my pink code I came here ready for you. I don't think you are ready for me. 
this one is spiritual <laughs> spiritual uh, what do you call it hacking oh my god you are not here somebody knows a way to get something from me sorry that heaven doesn't have to sanction or that the approval was done in heaven without the permission of Jesus. <laughs> Listen, some of us, religion is killing us. The way things are done. A time is coming when, when your daughter is dying. You don't need to call Reverend Ray. Oh my God. <laughs> A time is coming when things are going wrong and you purpose in your heart that for once in my life I've set for three days God, you don't need to touch me, I will touch you. We have raised a generation That is too dependent on a physical altar that many of us lack a spiritual altar in our hearts. We have raised a generation that have a form of godliness but we have denied their power. They have cancer but they don't believe God can heal them. They have given God a certain grade of sicknesses that he can heal. It includes headache and waist pain and back pain. But our God cannot heal a hemorrhaging that has lasted for 12 years. One of the most interesting things that I love about this woman is that the Bible says in the Makan account, I stopped reading because I don't, uh, I just want to take off. I don't have time. Bible says she has spent all she had on physicians and was not made well. Psychologist Minka Chikakrana. Chinebebua. Minka Brofana Minka Chi. Okay, as many as want Chi, say I. As many as want English, say O. I think the O's have it. By the way, dear Frafra, I don't know. I didn't hear me one one was actually when he said, "Obi, I want to yari bi potin infie do me enu." He found no konya jidi any free yes eh. I'm sure there are some therapists and some psychologists here in this church. There's something in psychology called learned helplessness. Yes. Where, when, you, you see the people begging by the roadside. There are many of them who have, and the difference between one person who is in a wheelchair and begging by the roadside and one person who is in a wheelchair making shoes is that one has gotten to a phase called learned helplessness. This thing, this theory says that 
When somebody goes through an issue for a long time, they begin to accept the issue as their faith and they begin to gain apathy towards seeking help. Can I ask you a question? How many of you can be going through a problem for 12 years and still believe that God will do it for you? When, when Benihim has come for crusade, you went there, it, it did not solve. Tia Osborne came to Ghana, it did not solve. When Benson, it, it hosts, I'm talking about 12 years old. So when such a person begins to give you their history, they said, I have gone to, I've done all the hours, Omega hour, Alpha hour, beginning hour, NSPPD. I've done all of them and I've found no solution. My question is, where did she find the faith to believe that Jesus can still heal her? I want you to pack this question and put it somewhere. I'm going to solve it for you very soon. But let me put that here and let me unpack something else. The passcode, mommy, that this woman used to withdraw from Jesus without his notice was the passcode of heaven. That passcode of heaven is called worship. The Bible says she came behind the press and kneeled down because you cannot touch the hem of somebody's garment without bowing to them. Oh, can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get it? Can I get a hem? Also, your, your jacket looks like a priestly garment. Come. I, no, it's okay. No, I don't need your jacket. I can't touch the hem of his garment without first bowing to him. Your worship gives you an unlimited access to God that will bypass every human system. Stand. Listen. The typical Jewish person will be wearing his clothes and the tips of their clothes, I don't want to go into all of that, has these knots called the zizit, in which most of them will tie pieces of the Torah, the commandment or the word of God in it. So what the woman was literally doing with that understanding was that in her worship, she was touching the word of God concerning her healing. She was touching the word of God concerning her breakthrough. She was touching the word of God. Oh, is this a drama or a carpenter? She was touching the word of God concerning her rent, her accommodation. She was touching the word of God. I came to tell somebody that your worship is about to give you access into a certain dimension. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I came here to minister to you. Your worship is a passcode that, oh my God, my God, my God. For in his presence, there is fullness of joy. If you can enter his presence, he said, enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. What password are you going to use to enter? That is the password of heaven. It's the password of worship. Enter his gates with your thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. But you can only enter his chambers with worship. 
Because the moment you land before the presence of the king, there is pleasure forevermore. Beauty will give room for ashes. You know what? With no disrespect to worship leaders and everything, sometimes as a church, we depend too much, we equate the worship to the music. Some of the greatest worship encounters never had music in it. Actually, music is the lowest expression of worship. We'll talk about that tomorrow so that you come. True worship truly has nothing to do with music. The Father is seeking them that worship Him in spirit and in truth. True worship begins with the revelation of the Father. True worship begins with a revelation. So once that revelation hits you, you can be in your car and the keyboardist will not be there. Come on. So, in your car, in your car. I want you. What you want That's your worship. That's your worship. When you begin to reflect on him, when you hit a crescendo and a shendo, what a revelation of the Father. Watch this. When you come to a place, you know what? Many of you have missed many intimate moments. Can I give you an example? Do you remember the day you were driving and it occurred to you how far God has brought you? That was the Holy Ghost pressing your heart for an intimate moment. He was about to unveil to you a revelation of the Father as a supplier because he started reminding you how you were sacked from school fees and how you find money to go to the university and where you are today. He was giving you a revelation. This was the revelation the woman had. I 
after 12 years, she still was able to find something that God has done and believed in her heart. Then now she had faith because three things. Can I share with you three things? Here we go. Three things I learned from the woman with the issue of blood. Number one. Number one. Sit down. We worship. Don't worry. Sit down. I, can I, I can be used tonight to set the tone for the, tomorrow and Friday. We worship. As for singing, I love it. Singing and praying is my career. So don't worry. Are you here? Are you here? Let me tell you three things I learned from this woman. Where did she find the faith to believe? You know, some of our, especially people who have been in church for a long time, you can be easily be in church and be cut off from God. I'm going to repeat it again. I know you're not happy about it, but let me just hurt you a bit before I help you. I said you can be in church for a long time and be cut off from God. Look at Jairus' thinking. Jairus says, this is how we do it. The master has to come and touch my daughter before she... There is a way pain makes you creative in the spirit. If you have, if you have suffered enough, you don't have time to wait for the master to get to your house. I'm sure you are ready for me this week. Number one. The Bible says she heard that Jesus was passing by. My question for you tonight is, what are you listening to? In the midst of your pain. Because you know what? Sir, can I be honest with you? There are many people sitting on these pews. They don't believe in Jesus anymore. Many have become disillusioned because they have prayed, fasted, prayed their tithe, sown seeds for 12 years and they have entered into the realm of land helplessness. Now, there are some people who are just here so that when they die, they'll have people to bury them. Let's not lie to ourselves. But as for your intimate problems, you know Jesus cannot solve them. You have believed that in your heart already. I am just telling you the words you have been saying at home, which I'm repeating to you. Because you have come to a place where you are comfortable with God, with your challenge because you have drawn a line that Jesus can do other things, but this way he cannot do it. I pray that somebody will find faith again today. Oh my God. Because it was her faith that provoked her worship. Now understand that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So every worship that is not backed by faith, it's only empty singing. Some of the most complaining people I found in the world, sir, are worship leaders. One young man came to me and said, our pastor doesn't take care of us. It doesn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, did, did your pastor call you or God called you? Some of the people that fight over money. Meanwhile, they're the ones that talk about the greatness of God. Though. Miracle. No, they tire Jesus. When you finish... You are depending on the church. You don't, you have forgotten that you just said that miracle no detire Jesus. So they are singing something they don't believe. Please, I didn't come here to bash musicians. Don't take it, don't take it wrongly. There are even pastors who don't believe that Jesus can do some things. Because they have grown.
remember one day we went for a crusade at Banda. Banda is Ketekrachi, Northern Volta. My first experience attempting to raise the dead. <laughs> we had finished, we had finished the whole crusade. Last day we were coming to Accra and the people brought a dead baby. Please, don't define our Jesus by your experiences. Can I repeat it again? I said, don't define Jesus by your experiences. And there are many preachers preaching their experience for the gospel. You understand tomorrow. Sir, they brought the baby. At that time, we had prayed for a blind eye to open. I was the leader of the group. The chief fetish priest in the town had brought his pot and everything and surrendered to Jesus. The morale in camp was very high. But just before we left, I don't know whether it was God or the devil wanted to test our paws. And they brought a dead baby. Somebody say a dead baby. <laughs> He's already laughing. They brought a dead baby. And sir, I remember that Jesus, when he was about to raise the dead, said the people should get out. So me, I say, all of you, get out. And I locked the door. Then I come out and come and ask, baby, what, what's the baby's name? Then maybe let's say they say the baby's name is Jifa. Then I will listen, these three days, God will bless us. Then I will come out as I come into the room and lock the door. I say, Jifa, wake up in the name of Jesus. Four hours, five hours. Baby is not sneezing, baby is not waking up. Nothing is happening. What do you do when you have done all God has taught you to do and it's still not working? After five hours, the chief of the town sent that they should tell me that if I can't heal the baby, they are going to bury the baby. So I should hand over the baby. Now, it is very easy for me to form a theology around it that Jesus is able to heal the blind but he can't raise the sick, the dead. So there are many of us who have discredited the very Bible we read by our experiences. It took me about five years, six years later to understand why that baby wasn't raised. Because the doings of God are almost always tied to his purposes. But if I don't take care, every baby that will come and say, oh, the last time when I healed it, it didn't go, so take this one away. It does not cancel the fact that God is still in the miracle business. Can I quote Archbishop Ajinasari? And one of the ways to keep your faith alive, number one, is to be in places where they are talking about Jesus. Please, no matter how hard life is for you, don't stop coming to church. The Bible said she heard that Jesus was passing by. She heard. My question is, what are you listening to? She heard that Jesus was passing by because faith cometh by 
hearing and hearing the word of God. Because she was in the midst of people who were talking about Jesus, it revived her faith. Number two. Tell somebody, mind what you are hearing. Come on, say, mind what you are hearing. This year, you have to make an intentional decision if you want to get into intimacy with God to catch certain conversations. President Anadu Dankwa Kufado is not responsible for my, my wealth and my prosperity. There is a, an extent to which the ecosystem contributes. But I feel from heaven. Oh my God. <laughs> Hey, and I know the MPP people are saying, John Dramani Mahama is not also responsible. You know, in Ghana, you have to balance everything before they brand you as MPP or NDC. Because for somebody, I've spoken against their president. Tell somebody it's not personal. It's not personal. <laughs> president Mahama is not responsible. I, I am on heaven's budget. And I want to be listening to conversations that will say, my God shall supply. Um, I want to place a phone call when I'm, when I'm down on cash to a friend or a sister who will say, Pastor, don't worry. Your God shall supply. All your needs according to Be careful. Many people have withered their faith by the conversations they are involved in. Number two, mind your speech. The Bible says, you know, psychology says if you talk to yourself, it's not good. But for us, we belong to the family that talk to ourselves. Because the Bible says that life and death, life and death, a warning, and those who love it, shall eat the fruit thereof. So if you love life, when you wake up in the morning, oh my God, what a beautiful boy. <laughs> what a rich, prosperous young man. My children are doing well in school. My wife is covered and Those who love it shall eat the fruit. So you see, your life can change with your words. The Bible says she said to herself, what are you telling yourself? It is important to your worship. I don't want to make a comparison. But there's a certain country far away behind Morocco. I've seen many of their musicians don't mean what they sing. So we don't see the direct impact of what they sing in their lives. And there's a nation just next door called Nigeria. And I've seen some of their musicians. You, I've worked with some of them. I can tell that they live what they sing. I have invited a Nigerian musician in Ghana, into Ghana. And I said, how much do we pay? He said, no, you can't pay me. My, my, pay, my, my, my reward is from heaven. If you want to honor me, I will take it. Carry the whole team of seven people, princes here, to Ghana. Without knowing what you will eat or drink. Just came by faith. 
today I've seen God lift that man on global platforms. Apparently, the guy was not just singing about Jesus will supply. He believes it and he works in it. I've met another group of people. Unless you put 10,000 CDs down, they are not moving an inch. And when you tell them, they'll ask you, what There is nothing wrong if your revelation is to charge to, to do ministry. It's okay. There are pastors today, Reverend Ray, that do 50-50. That by the time they are entering your church, every money they raise, you are giving them 50%. I said, where is your faith? Do you know what they will tell you? Because we've had bad experiences before. You have used the experience to create a theology. And for them, God cannot... I'm telling you deep things, so this is Calvary Baptist. And I'm being very real and practical with you. I didn't come to... I just came to bless you. Can I go ahead and do that? There are preachers who don't believe God for their next meal. They have to use schemes and lie to people. Men who say, oh, 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 you didn't see any of Why are you lying? Because when you are on your offering. So, have you seen that all their prophecies are about death? Because that is how they feed. They are, it's, it's gospel according acts of the stomach. The gospel according to their belly. That God will raise a generation like Reverend Degbe. Again, that just believe God and trust God. That God will raise a generation of Elijah and Elijah who didn't know where their next meal was coming from, but they still believed. This is the beginning of your worship. Oh. <laughs> this is where worship begins. Faith. Number two, speak, learn to speak to yourself. I will not die. I will live. I will declare the word of the Lord. My supply does not come from the earth. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day. Give me this day. Give me this day. My daily bread. Can you lift your voice? My daughter was giving birth to him. My first daughter was giving birth to him in Canada and was brought to Ghana because my wife had to work. At the time, I was in, I was in Ghana. And this child is past one year and cannot talk. I went to the pathologist in Kolebu. They did all kinds of tests and there's nothing wrong with my daughter. And yet, by the grace of God, I, can, I cannot begin to count to you the number of deaf ears and dumb that by God's grace these small hands have been able to heal. But that did not define my experience of God. I said, whether you do it, 
Mina Jamutu Mira Yesu You don't know the old songs. Yesu You see the old people are singing it. Sing it, sing it for me. Mommy, two mommy, two mommy, see. Oh, oh, it's only the Holy Ghost that can bring this song to me. I don't know where this song came from. I'm telling you. Seminam Ojemwa Challenge they stop church 12 years. She hadn't stopped believing God. She kept being around people who were talking about Jesus. And one day her faith was so built up. I pray that you will keep coming to church as your one of these days. You will come here and live without your cancer. You will come here and live without your back pain. You will come here and live with your breakthrough in your hands. Worship and you give you. What's that? We bust and you give you. Oh, it's conviction. It begins with your faith. It begins with your faith. Into your baby, Jemadam. Lift your attention, Nani ayana 
Swabe Fifi Nanya Efi Finome Swabe Oh Swabe I want us to pray and then we'll worship and I'll minister to a few people. She said to herself, she spoke to herself. She said to herself, because you know, sir, you will always say what you keep hearing. Your, your, your output cannot be better than your input. That is why me in my car, I don't listen to one or whatever point, whatever. In the morning, my news is, where is the sun? Where is the sun? I know, you can call me all kinds of names. But that's my news. Where is the sun? That's my 6 a.m. news. Let me 
weekend because listen I see the sick being healed I see God doing I just came to prepare the grounds with you today listen the woman met Jesus by the way and said our fathers worshipped on this mountain he said you the thing has been updated you didn't hear it your fathers no more need to worship on this mountain for the hour cometh and now is we are in a new season you have not realized Jairus says unless you get to my house the woman says, on your way to Jairus' house, I know a key that can intercept heaven and make a withdrawal. Listen, the moment you get used to God's ways, you cut off yourself from a new thing in your life. And I want us to lift up our voices tonight. Father, I don't want to get used to you. One day, My wife has been telling me not to share personal testimonies on the altar anymore. So the moment I said one day, I remembered her voice. But happy birthday to you, honey. Let me share this one. One day, I won't mention that amount. In my life for the first time, somebody transferred some money to my account. Hey. Please don't let anybody fool you that money is not sweet. Oh. I, I, I have not seen the money physically, but the joy in my heart. I felt like I could buy a stadium. The money to come buy a stadium. But there was this joy. And while I was thanking God, the Lord said to me, this thing you have in your account can be a hindrance to any other thing I will do with you. I said, huh? He said, yes. If you can see this as the least of what I could do, even in your Thanksgiving, if you can and ask for more and have a hunger, many of us have settled with God. We have arrived too early. Abraham at 100 was still believing God for baby. <laughs> By faith. A hundred-year-old man believed God that he could still have a child. How old are you? Why have you written yourself off? 
When I was in the church of Pentecost, we had this deacon. That place, the conga. Sir, I've never in my life of me seen a man that plays the congas with anointing. Look, he alone can charge up the room. Then by his dedication and hard work, we made him a deacon. Then they made him an elder. That was the end of his playing the conga. And you know, when I grew up, the Lord used that man as an example. He said, did you see how they, he was cut off his feet spiritually because of church leadership? Sometimes, these seats we sit on, sir, with all respect, can be a trap to our next dimension with God. I want to always be a baby. I want to always be his child. I want to always be his boy. God, help me that when I'm 50, when they put all those things on, my, on me, castle, rings, stuff, and you say, I'm drew. I feel lift up your hands. One day I went to a church to lead worship and the pastor, one of these, I know I'm hitting some nerves, forgive me, but it's in line with what I'm sharing with you. The pastor was reading the newspaper while I was leading worship. My heart was cutting. He was sitting in a huge throne. Just said, I should just finish leading the worship and let him come. When I left there, I said, I'm not stepping here again. Even if you are giving me one million dollars, I won't come to this church again. I pray that God's miracle of yesterday does not become a trap for what he can do today. That's why I want us to pray. Listen, there is no intimacy without a new experience. There are married couples who don't explore anymore because they feel said they've seen. But even at 58, there is some more you can see. Yeah, go for a boat cruise. Do something. I'm not a marriage preacher. I'm just trying to tell you that the day you settle in your mind, I will be There are some people there. I feel papa. That's the beginning of the breaking of the marriage. One day, this my son asked me, How come somebody has been married for 25 years and can still divorce? I said, What you don't service gets destroyed naturally. Because the law of nature says that everything that is not approved, or, sorry, improved, has to, uh, what's, what you, the law of depreciation, it has to depreciate. So until you keep adding value to your relationship with God, you are going far and far and far from him. That's why I say our first prayer this week is, Lord, help me not to, otherwise if Jesus himself comes here, you will not be healed. The Bible says, and he could do no miracle there. <laughs> Jesus, he could not do a miracle. Besides, is this not the carpenter's son? If God doesn't help you this week, you say, who is this young boy that they've gone to bring you? That's how you receive me. You receive me. as the hundred years of them how? Everything you have seen some before. Every new thing you have seen some before. Lift up your two hands. There's nothing Jesus can do for you again. You're saying, God, help me not to get too used to you. God is still doing new things in Calvary Baptist. It is, it is your eyes that are blinded to see what God is doing. Lift up your voice and talk to God.
Can you help me on the keyboards? Can you, can you just create an atmosphere in this place? Wonder. Come on. Lift it. Do something. Lift up your voice. Shanda Bakapaka. Can you guys get a microphone and just pray with me? Let's, let's lift up. Tomorrow night we're going to be praying for the sick. Lift up your voice. Shana Makapaya. Lord, I don't want to get too used to you. Yes, 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 yes.
For God tonight with one thing that you have been fighting for a long time. And I want us to come to God believing and saying, Lord, you can do it again. Oh, I don't know if there's anybody who's been fighting one particular illness, one particular problem, your child, you have been believing God for their salvation for a long, long, long time. I want you to come before God. I said, Lord, I still believe. Is there anybody here that has an instance like that in your life? Something you have been believing God for for so long. Can you wave, 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 wave? Then this prayer is for us. The rest of you who don't have anything you have been believing God, pray with us. Because we do have things we have been believing God for. Listen to me. By the grace of God, tomorrow night, if you know anybody that is sick, that is close to you, bring them here. And then why are you crying? I just wanted to bring you to a place where you can believe God again for new things to happen in your life. Tomorrow, there are some of you who are about to receive contracts you have bargained for for years. Amen. I see somebody in this church who is into a food business. You went to a place to seek a contract and they said no to you. By the end of this month's spiritual emphasis, in the month of April, you are about to receive your highest order you have seen in your Amen. life. Amen. As your amen thunders, it is your testimony. Amen. As your amen comes with a loud thunder, amen. I'm telling you. Jesus. Today, I won't take too much of your time because I want you to go and rest and come back tomorrow. But I want us to pray. Father, I believe you again. I was telling you about the testimony with my daughter. One year plus, she wasn't talking. And when I left Kolebu and the doctor says, we don't know what, Mr. Ochre, we don't know what more we can do for you. In the car with the baby. I said, say yes, I remember so well. I remember so well. I was driving on the lavender hill and I said, say yes, Yes, you dear Cassie. Yeah. 
into Ghana once a month. She has this center for autism, you know, for kids and all of that. And said to me, I should call the woman in three weeks because the woman will come to Ghana. And the woman can see my daughter. And... Do you know, sir, that a day to the day I was supposed to call was when my daughter started talking. I wish I could put my daughter on Zoom. She's in Canada now. When my daughter talks and my sisters obey their nano and they say, in Casa, no, the car. She always talking for you. When the girl started talking, the, the kind of words that came out of her mouth. I don't know what you have been believing God for. But maybe I'm a Jesus, hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. 
do something with it. been battling with their faith. It's almost like you cannot do it for them. Give me that lady with the white towel over her face. Bring her to me. I saw water like rain falling on her. And the Lord said he's giving you a new beginning. Lift up your two hands. Oh Jesus. Theophilus, I want you guys to go back just slightly. Just like it's okay. Maybe Friday I should take my time and enter into the prophetic. Tomorrow night I just want us to worship God and minister to the sick. And Friday we will, we will speak to you the mind of God by the grace of God. Do you know, sing it. Now, 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 Every chain you put on your feet tonight by the fire of the Holy Ghost, by the count of six, may you be liberated right now. One, two, three, four, five, six. Take it. Take it. I see liberation in the house. Ushers, help me. There is liberation. Every chain. Can the drama hit something? Can you lift the keyboard? There is liberation, my sister. Cry no more for new season. Bring them out to me just tonight. Just tonight, just tonight, just tonight, just tonight,
changes Listen. Tonight I never really wanted to minister to anybody because my assignment was clear. Just to come and reactivate your faith that God can do something new. But I see God breaking some shackles of old times. I see ancient doors lifting up their heads. I'm telling you, there is somebody here in this place. There's a pain on this left side of your abdomen that the Lord is touching right now. Your, your left side right now. Yes, yes, yes. It's the woman over there. Right in front of where the camera is. Bring her to me. Give me this girl. Let me pray for her before I pray for the woman. Anybody that is scheduled. My sister, God has given you a new beginning. Cry no more. Friday, will you come to church? Come. Okay? I will take time and minister to you on Friday. My time is passed by five minutes. This is my first time here. I don't want to create a bad perception of myself here. So please, let me. Once I have Friday, I know I have a lot of time. Let me use Wednesday and Thursday just to preach and pray with you. Whose child is this? Is the parents in this church? I would like to pray for this girl tomorrow or Friday. And I would like to consult with Rev before I, I do what I want to do for her. Is that okay? Bring her to me. Mommy, come. Tomorrow I'll pray for you. Father, mommy, can you touch that side for me? In the name of Jesus, you are healed. That pain is gone. I don't really know what it is, but the Lord said to me, there's a pain in that part of the body. Out. 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 How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good and healing them that are oppressed of the devil. Sickness is an oppression from the devil. We take it out. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's gone. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Can somebody find out from her what was wrong with her and what is happening to her now? Quickly. He said he was having some pain, as though it was quite painful, but it's now gone. It's gone. Jump. Oti, I can see you still. Come on, do you know how to celebrate a miracle? Listen. Listen. Truthfully, I said in my heart tonight, let's open the conference tomorrow. We'll take our time. But even today, I can tell that God is in a hurry to touch some people. Listen, tomorrow, I want you to bring any sick person you know. The beauty of it is that we are not the healers. The, the healer himself will appear in the service. If we know the right pin code to mention, 
And I've told you the pink code. So tomorrow I'm going to come with a few more of my guys to join with your guys. So wonder, I'll come, maybe I'll come with one, one more keyboard so that it will be heavy. Uh-huh. Then we'll join with the whole choir. I, I'm not going to bring singers. I'm just going to bring a few more musicians and then we will just lift it. We'll just worship God. Uh, then when we finish, we also ask him to do something and let's see if he's still around or he's not there. Is that okay? Yeah. And then we'll be fine. How many of you believe Jesus is still around? He's around. He may not be coming to you, but if you know how to intercept him, you draw something from him. Mommy, we thank God for your healing. It will not come back again in Jesus' mighty name. Can you put your hands together and celebrate Jesus tonight? Oh, come on, celebrate Jesus. Oh, you don't know how to celebrate Jesus. Are you a carpenter or you a drummer? You don't know how to celebrate Jesus. Come on. Give Jesus a shot. Oh, can you, oh, oh, can you jump? Can you wave something? Shout Jesus! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I learned, I learned that statement from Pastor Eastwood. One day he was doing service, the drama was supposed to put, the, the drama was in place. He said, are you a drama or you a carpenter? And let me let the carpenter come around one more time. Can I, before I give my microphone away, can I get you to shout to Jesus? If you... Thank you for listening to the PDYC podcast. We trust that this message has brought great transformation your way. Connect with us on our Instagram page that's at pdyc.cbc and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts. At this point, we would want to give you a special opportunity to give your life to Jesus if you do not yet know Jesus Christ practically as your Savior and Lord. Say this heartfelt prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross to save me from destruction and from aborting my purpose on earth. Please come into my heart and reign as Lord and Savior from today. Wow, congratulations! If you said this prayer to the Lord from your heart, you are now a child of God and heaven rejoices over you today. You are invited to join us or any Bible-believing church so that you can grow strong in Jesus. For counseling or help, kindly call 0244-997760. PDYC, a shining light to the nations.